Fuck yeah. Well, this is a great joke theory section. And I always ask people the same two questions. I always ask fucking, what's awesome in comedy? Like, obviously, we're not going out, but what makes it worth doing? What's your, what's awesome oh. about comedy? Yeah, what's, I, I love the, uh, the uh, other, other comedians in the scene. Like, I, I really genuinely do, like, crack up on a night-to-night basis here and, like, the same kind of people either come up with new material or watch them do the same material but in front like I, I love watching the audience's faces while their comedians are up like, huh. like like sitting in this like I just like love watching people laugh at the people I know like when you see them like I got, like someone like Josh Emerson or whatever you see them open mic and then they go in front of the comedy works crowd just love watching them laugh um, yeah and so like and, and now that I uh, uh, you know a few days without comedy I whether I'm like talking to other comedians I know or whatever, uh, just find myself quoting the jokes that I miss hearing. It's just because they're, they're funny. They're funny jokes, and there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of good writers in this one. And so, yeah, I think the good, good thing about comedy right now is just like be comedians. I think they're pretty funny. That is true. Uh, I tell people most of, most of the things about comedy are uh, verifiably awful. You know, yeah. you leave your house. It's cold. You sit in traffic. You got to find parking. If you don't drink, you got to go to a bar and sit sober. Yeah. You know, and you, you, maybe you're going to invest two, three, four, five, seven hours for maybe three, six, or 12 minutes of combined stage time. Right. But going and seeing all your friends each night makes it worth it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like whether it's talking outside and having conversations or. Uh, or just being in the performance. It's, yeah, yeah. And so it doesn't get old. A lot of people don't have it necessarily. I mean, that's what it is. Like, life is, life is the people that are around you. Like, it's not, it's like, you, you can't desire change. Uh, and, and, and when you're really kind of soaking in, it's, it's yeah, the, the scenes, the, the shows, and, and where, where comics are going. Like, there's just funny people and they're hard workers. I, I moved here when I was like a year and some change in the comedy, but I feel like I started when I moved out here because just because it's a total different work ethic and uh, um, caliber of scene. And, uh, and yeah, so like, and so, so trying to, you know, elevate myself to the peers around me. Yeah, it's just, it just makes for such better comedy. Because we're one step away. Like, Bromwell came to Corey's party one night. It was like a midnight open mic party. So we're like got a bonfire and we're talking through a practice am just doing stand up, you know. Bromwell shows up, not even like saying nothing, just like, hey, what's up, y'all hanging out? And then I'm sitting there smoking pot with him and I was like, don't act like you didn't open up for Dana Gould tonight. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. And it's all here. Fuck yeah. Well, we're fucking, uh, this is going to be a fucking a long one, so we'll, we'll cut to the end. I always finish by asking the converse. What sucks about comedy? Like, obviously, we're quarantined, so that excluded. What, in general, what's the kick in the balls about stand-up? It's, I think it's the uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, I guess the, the trickle of doubt in your mind at, like, you know, 4, 4, 4 p.m. or 8 p.m., at least for me when I'm at work. And there's sometimes when I'm, when I'm thinking, maybe I'd rather just go home. Or I'd rather, I'd rather, uh, Actually, actually, yeah. Now I'm thinking about. It. I think what sucks about comedy is like the really is the really kind of shut down all aspects of life. So then private comedy, 
And I know, like, I know not everyone does that, but I, I have, and I've seen, I've kind of felt the results of it. So it's like, I moved out here. I, I didn't, I, like, so I was either thinking of moving to Denver or Chicago. And Chicago, I had a bunch of friends from college where I knew I'd be tempted to, to hang out with, like, if I knew Jack, my muddy Jackson and Bob Mueller were, were just smoking weed and watching McGruber. Like, I would love to be there sitting in the <laughs> And but that would take away from an open mic, and that would take away from from two open mics or whatever. And I, so I just didn't want the temptation. So there is. So I think there's a monumental sacrifice with comedy if you, if you really want to commit to it. Comedy and, is a cult. Yeah, it is a fucking cult. You have to give up so much, and then because we love it so much, we don't even think. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, because people say, "Dude, you're doing so much." So I'm like, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I guess, I don't, like I, I'm not devoting enough of my day to comedy, and it's insane because it is it is it is very cult like, and yeah, you, you just gotta be, you gotta be. Like when I hear like uh, some comics will say like, oh, no, I don't go to lines where I or mutiny or um, those luches or streets. They just say, I don't they don't find it productive, right? Um, and I'm just like that. Okay. Then yep. I then you know I feel bye. the same way. Same fucking way. Like, you know, even for, in fact, recently, I've had a bunch of conversations with people who are decent comics. Yeah, there's like there's better act, you know, better uses of my time than going and. And it's like, all right, I guess fucking the the shit mics are the best, man. My best sets come at mutiny in front of two people. Yeah, yeah, and it's just if you can do well in those shit sets, and you can just look at someone and talk to them like a human being and make them laugh which is which is what comedy should be like I, I i want my joke telling to be like i'm talking to a good friend right and, and and so if you can just treat this whoever's sitting right in front of you or or all the people sitting in front of you like your good friend it's gonna work and so when you learn to do that in the dead rooms it just works it, like it, 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 it shows when you're killing in a big in a big crowd it's because you, you know how to manage you know how to be present and you know you, you, you respect the audience right I'd say one of my biggest kick in the balls about stand-up is that I love it so much and I respect comedy so much that the pressure I put on myself to be good is in fact the thing keeping me from being good right 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 once you suffer pressure it doesn't like yeah it does not work once you're out there it's odd but it's so true the last time I was at Mutiny which would have been a week ago or whatever um, the only crowd members were uh, No Way Aaron Maslow uh, Anthony Crawford oh Jesus and, yeah and, yeah right right and I was just like I was like I got all my head again and, and, and of course if I would have done my good jokes they would have loved to hear because they're never paying attention right and, and so if I would have just been confident and like actually got them when I was paying attention they would have laughed and I got them laughed sometimes but I was just so in my head yeah. you hear all these funny people of course right, of course right. That's why in the, the uh, in the fucking Saturday Night Live audition, they put you on the stage and they fucking make Lauren Michaels and Michael Che and fucking, you know, all these dudes sit and stare at you awkwardly. And you have to perform. A million viewers, right? Oh, yeah. See, see it's, funnily enough, I don't fear the viewers. I don't fear them. In fact, I, I look no. right at them and I love it. It's only the people who I respect I fear. And I know they don't care because they understand the grind. Intellectually, I understand all of this. But emotionally, my DNA just fight or flight kicks in.
yeah, and so like I, yeah, I think the consistency is the key to like just slowly quieting that. Yeah, the the emotional side of it. Just nice to talk comedy after like cause I, cause like yesterday was the first time in a while where I woke up, I went to work for eight hours, I came home, made dinner, and just just looked at the TV thinking, ah! <laughs> I'm like I'm like this this can't be. Well. Thank you for fucking taking, you know, almost three quarters of an hour to talk comedy. Dude, it's been great. Just by it. We could keep talking, but yeah, thanks for having me. Fuck yeah. Well, you're the man, and you will be getting a phone call sometime again. Lovely. Looking forward to it, dude. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Well, I'll yeah, see you me. the next time I see you. Yeah, hope it's soon. Hope so. <laughs> All right. Bye, All right. Bye bro. Hi guys, it's Josh Granbo. Well, it's his computer. He couldn't record an outro, so this was the next best thing. Thanks to Jeff Stonic for bringing the heat. That's all for now. The show is called Comics with Granbo. And I am out.